issue. Uh, it came up in 1995 when the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. decided to do an exhibit about uh, the 50th anniversary of the bombing uh, of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And the people who wrote the script for this exhibit, uh, they raised a lot of controversy. And what's interesting is their script pretty much followed what most scholars now believe about the use of the bomb, and it revealed that there's a great deal of public professional divergence over what people know and what they think about the use of the atomic bomb in 1945. It's a very important issue. It came at the intersection of World War II and the Cold War. World War II was coming to an end. The Cold War was about to begin. So studying and understanding the use of the atomic bomb, especially the first bomb at Hiroshima, lets you know a lot about the diplomacy of World War II, as well as about the origins of the Cold War. Uh, it also tells you a lot about U.S.-British relations. Most people forget that the development of the atomic bomb during World War II was a joint Anglo-American endeavor, that the British and the Americans worked together uh, and it gives you a little bit different angle when you look at this side as well as the uh, looking at the atomic bomb as an issue in U.S.-Japanese relations, which it is as the last battle of World War II, it's an issue in U.S.-Japanese relations. However, as the first battle or the first shot of the Cold War, it also raises an issue of U.S.-Soviet relations. And so to understand this, it's important to ask the right questions. Uh, why was the bomb used? What was the bomb as an alternative, seen as an alternative to? It's important to look at the whole time period, not to begin in the summer of 1945, but to begin during World War II with Franklin Roosevelt, not with Harry Truman, and see the decisions that Roosevelt made and how those decisions affected the decisions that Truman would later make. Truman became president in April 1945. He did not even know about the atomic bomb until he became president. He was briefed after he became president. So it's very important to ask the right questions, to start early during the war, to look at the context, and the very important context is this intersection of World War II and the Cold War, and then to look at the options that Truman uh, faced when he made the decision about the bomb. So let's begin first chronologically with Franklin Roosevelt's legacy. That's very important to look at when the bomb, when the United States and Britain decided to develop atomic weapons, it was during World War II, and what they were most worried about was that Hitler, that the Nazis would develop an atomic bomb. The scientific paper that really spurred interest in the atomic bomb was written by German scientists. German science was at the forefront of physics at this time, so people were very concerned that the Nazis would develop an atomic bomb, and there was no doubt if they had one, they would use it. So first, there was a great push to develop a bomb. Second, people saw the atomic bomb from the beginning as a legitimate weapon of war. You have to remember, there had not been atomic bombs. People most people were not nuclear physicists. There were only a few nuclear physicists at this point, and most people only understood maybe it's just a bigger, better bomb. So they saw it as a legitimate weapon and a weapon that would be used when it was ready. And at first, it was assumed it would be used against Germany. It was not ready. Germany surrendered in May 1945. 
Uh, work continued, however, on the bomb, even though there was not a great deal of concern about the Japanese developing the bomb. So first, the atomic bomb was seen as a legitimate weapon. It would be used when it was ready. Secondly, already in World War II, there was a blurring of the distinction between civilian and military targets. All sides in World War II engaged in what was known as area bombing of cities. Uh, bomb, bombing in World War II was not that accurate. Uh, you could not hit a specific factory. You could hit a specific area. The Americans, at least, had bomb sites. We could hit a specific area of a city. Most um, bombing raids hit cities because they were big targets. Most bombs did not fall within, very, within a mile or so of their targets, some even greater. Okay, the distinction between civilian and military targets, a distinction that's very important in moral terms, this distinction had been erased. Uh, the United States, Britain, Germany,